Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to uh, level 183 of the podcast. Or, yeah, 183. This is is a unique uh, moment. We're trying something new. Uh, me and Blue on Skype talking news, and uh, hopefully you like the way it turned out. Uh, it I didn't really edit it down. Hopefully it ends up good. <laughs> Spoiler: At some point, my uh, my six month old baby is in on the podcast. So welcome to the fuzzballs, Sean. But uh, won't wanna presage this with any more. Just enjoy. This is our weird test of whether the Skype thing works for podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, because the world is crazy. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Blue and Joe the Wookiee Riot not breaking the law not and recording in our own domiciles. Domiciles. We, we are social distancing. Socially. <laughs> but talking geeky. Yes, but yes. talking extremely geek. Yeah, man. How's your, how's your geek life in the midst of all the craziness? Uh, actually, uh, pretty good. We got a couple video games updated with new content, and I'm excited. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah now I've, I can actually play them. I've watched a lot of extra stuff that I normally wouldn't. Nice. And gotten some homework done a little bit. Oh, that's also nice. Although I had a class where we like to, did it by discussion board, but we pretended like we were actually in the class, and it was weird. Huh. That, that is kind of weird. But I had I had some smart ideas about, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, like... Uh, art as comfort food for the masses in times of crisis so and that's what we're doing friends this is your uh auditory comfort food in the midst of the world being crazy there it is provided it sounds okay which means i'm gonna have to record it and then listen to it and see if i uh, see if it works yeah and then by by no means do we want this to be the way podcasts always are but in the interim it's just the way it is it sure is so what do you think, Blue? I just uh, I talk about the different news stories, and then we just give some thoughts, and then we just move through all the list? Oh, 100%. Let's just go through it, and then we'll see what we can get out of it. Okay, so I, thankfully I have some show notes. <laughs> but uh, this was basically, friends, what it is, it was going to be a solo episode, and then I was like, let's try this Skype thing and see if it works. And then if it does, me and Blue or me and Danny or me and whoever could talk about whatever. This is this is your opportunity, if it works, to maybe be on a future episode of Laugh It Up Fuzzball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's see. Fantabulous Fuzzball's focus, of course, where we plug the Laugh It Up Fuzzball's page. And uh, if you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined, join. Just look up Laugh It Up Fuzzball's on the Book of Faces. And we say yes, if, yes. as long as you're not a pedophile. <laughs> or a complete asshat, and then you come and you join us. Yep. Yeah, and it's really good. But lots of people drop a bunch of news, and uh, I found it was it was fortuitous to uh, just talk about what other people have talked about. <laughs> I don't know. It's call it laziness, call it smartness, call it whatever you like. Whatever. But uh, the other Joseph, uh, did you hear about the Taika Waititi working on a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory animated series for Netflix? I did hear about that. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I I freaking I think it's awesome. He's he's a really uh, twisted sense of humor. If you've seen uh, Hunt for the Wilder People or what we do in the shadows, so uh, yeah, why not? Why not see his take on it? And it's going to be animated. And I, I think things sometimes end up a lot better when they're animated. Oh yeah, uh, I think animation just gives you a lot more freedom to do a lot more things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's sort of like uh, I don't know. Comic books are sort of like an animated medium, I suppose. Oh, absolutely, yeah. especially because of the way that you set up the um, the panels and stuff is supposed to be like a movie. Yeah, yeah, like storyboards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think uh, I, I don't know. I think uh, it's it's pretty solid news. And then of course, Joseph just posted up today that news about Rosario Dawson maybe playing Ahsoka Tano in Mandalorian season two. I love rosario dawson oh my god yes yes she is uh, 
she is a queen. Yeah, she is. I loved her as Night Nurse in those uh, Netflix Marvel shows, and uh, yeah, she she's amazing, wonderful. Seems seems like a pretty great human being. So yeah, I can I can say with authority that yes, she is a fantastic human being. Having met her in person. Oh yeah, when did you meet her? Uh, Comic Con years ago. Years ago, and San it was uh, specifically San Diego Comic Con. Back when I okay. had my professional license. Okay. Yep. It was a really good time. Yeah. Good time. I yeah. was ugly as f. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I I wish that I could show that picture to the public, but I was ugly as f, and I cannot. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure you looked fine, Blue. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't hate this news. Of course, Ashley Eckstein, who does the voice of Ahsoka Tano and has cosplayed as her, would be a great choice. But she's not. I mean, she's a proven voice talent, but she's not a proven live action talent. So, and then Rosario Dawson was petitioning to play Ahsoka, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess dreams come true in the midst there of it is. yeah. And I think uh, I think yeah, she could be really great. I think mm-hmm. that could be a lot of fun. And uh, now, now I just gotta wonder. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the the big spoiler that's uh, that's in you know Mandalorian season one because we haven't done that spoiler episode yet. And it has. I think it's just dropping in Europe, which is one of the reasons I haven't done the spoiler on the podcast yet. But uh, based on something that appears in the very last episode, sort of makes sense if you know anything about uh, Clone Wars or Rebels. Oh wow! That's so true. yeah, yep. yeah. Did you not think about that? I did not think about that actually. Yeah, she's definitely tied into Mandalorian culture. And then on uh, this final season of Clone Wars, apparently the Siege of Mandalore is going to have a part to play in there. So, yeah, it makes sense. And, of course, Dave Filoni's tied into to everything going on with John Favreau's show. So, makes yeah. sense. Ah, yeah. Does. And we'll finally get to see Ahsoka live and in her beautifulness. Ugh. Yep. And she won't be teenage Ahsoka, so it'll be appropriate to think sexy thoughts about her. <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> and because it's rosario dawson some sexy thoughts might be thought by people yep. i can either confirm or deny sexy thoughts on my part because i, I love my future wife but uh yeah same yeah yeah uh what else ryan he posted about that uh he posted about nicholas flamel fan fiction saying it was like harry potter fan fiction but apparently it's not it's actually just uh fiction <laughs> about nicholas flamel the uh, the famous historical alchemist in real life, uh, but it also ties in like mythological and historical figures in a world of magic. I don't know. I'm not reading these, but uh, he wanted to clarify and then also to say that he'd read them and they were good. Huh. How so, interesting. Sure, sure. Now <laughs> Nick, Nicholas Flannel. That would that's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jen posted uh, James Mangold apparently has been confirmed as the director for Indy 5 mm-hmm. uh, and then of course the article that she posted up was all about uh, Mangold giving Indy his Logan moment so does that mean they want well I guess spoilers I suppose but they want to kill him <laughs> oh that's interesting and then you have a headstone with like the hat on the top mm. and then the spoiler is in the end the zombie Indy hand like bursts out of the ground and grabs a hat Oh, boy. No? <laughs> too no, far? That's too far. I mean, Shia LaBeouf swung with monkeys, so I don't know in the indie franchise if too far is really something you can talk about. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Indy 5, I have trepidation, but we'll, it could be good, potentially. I mean, yeah. It, it could also be bad. It could also be very bad, yes. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Um, oh, did you see uh, Ammo, who's somebody that me and Blue know from work, but uh, she wanted to know what the Disney Leprechaun movie was. Uh, of course, my answer was Darby O'Gill and the Little People, but yep. she said that wasn't it, and I did find that there actually is like a, another 1959 like behind-the-scenes doc called I Captured the King of the Leprechauns. Oh, really? Basically, like it's like a behind-the-scenes of doing the movie Darby O'Gill, mm-hmm. but it has... Walt Disney, like, technically acting. I saw, like, five minutes of it and also has a lot of, like, Irish uh, tradition and history and stuff involved in it. I actually never saw the the old black and white uh, thing with Walt Disney. And you can, I guess if you have, like, the expensive YouTube, you can watch it. I don't. I just have the free YouTube because uh, Lord knows I have enough streaming services. 
But it did it did remind me how much I love Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Is this a movie you like? Yes. It was I a ju- it was a really cute movie. Yeah. I just rewatched it today. And uh it holds up. It's uh nineteen fifty nine, but it's a classic. Yeah. And uh, you get Darby O'Gill and uh the King of the Little People, uh who's an intellectual gladiator who's five thousand years old and then young Sean Connery. Which young, is young yeah. Sean Connery. Yeah. Young singing Sean Connery, might I add. <laughs> totally sings in the movie. And he doesn't have a half bad singing voice. No, he's not that terrible, actually. It's really, really not that awful. And then, uh, of course, when I was... Uh, this is one of my favorite movies as a, as a wee lad. Uh, but Katie O'Gill, the daughter of Darby, played by Janet Monroe, who I didn't realize like died like 12 years later at the age of 38. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, like before I ever even saw the movie, she was she was passed on from this uh, mortal coil. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but man, did I have a crush on her when I was a little boy? <laughs> she was definitely like my personification of what a beautiful Irish lass was. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I had a a friend growing up who was Irish and she was like everything I wanted in an Irish lady. And it is sort of funny to see Sean Connery playing like an Irishman since he's so like Scottish. well known. <laughs> he's so really well known. Uh different different island. <laughs> yep. Different island. But uh of course Monroe was also in the Swiss Family Robinson, which was another another uh, movie that I really liked when I was little. Um, I can't and, even remember the Swiss Family Robinson. I know oh, I've seen it. I know I have, but I've never. I, I don't remember the movie at all. Like at all. Well, then uh, you need to look it up on Disney Plus because I can guarantee it's on there. Yeah. And you have a little bit of extra time right now. That I do. She was also in a 1964 movie called They All Died Laughing. Oh. <laughs> oh. She did. <laughs> no, that was four years before she passed away. Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe she just didn't stop laughing. I don't know. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Like her last movie was Cry Wolf, which is sort of dark. Yeah, but uh, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. It's on Disney Plus, friends. And uh, if you want to see Sean Connery sing, then then watch it. It's totally worth it. Uh, the Banshee. I actually think the the special effects for like when it came out, they still hold up. It was pretty good. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a neat like technique that they use for like the. I don't know if it has anything to do with like the same technology they use for like the haunted mansion, but it was cool. Hmm. I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. That was nice ammo, in honor of uh, St. Patrick's Day, which was like three days ago. We're recording this on the twentieth of March, so yeah. And then Nick, uh, with just a K. Uh, did put up about Chris Bremner, who uh, did Bad Boys for Life and is uh, the director of the upcoming National Treasure 3, uh, is going to be writing a mask film for Paramount. Really? Yeah. And I don't I don't know if you listeners know anything about Mobile Armored Strike Command with a K, because it makes no sense, mm-hmm. but otherwise the mask acronym's not, not as good, versus the Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. aka venom i don't know if this movie's gonna work but uh, i do have a ton of nostalgia for this uh toy slash show dude i I so hope it works this uh this falls into uh well chris brumner is going to be producing this but uh this falls into like that uh he-man and mask were like better toys than they were shows but we all enjoyed the shows when we were kids yeah so, and uh, F. Gary Gray is still attached to direct. That's the director of Friday, The Italian Job, Straight Out of Compton, Men in Black International, and the eighth of the Furiously Fast movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? It, yeah. it couldn't be any worse than G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so Channing Tatum, we forgive you, but uh, yeah, not so great. Mm. What else? Corey posted uh, Thor 3 is apparently going to feature Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. So that's uh, Vin Diesel let this slip during one of his interviews, uh, I think when he was promoting the Bloodshot movie. But uh, I guess the original plan was Guardians Volume 3 was going to be like, you know, fast after like Endgame. But then, of course, it was a James Gunn drama. 
And so they fired him and then they rehired him, but he's still doing Suicide Squad. So now they switched it up and the Guardians will be in Thor 3 in Blood and Thunder. Nice. And uh, I think it could be cool. Hmm. Why not? I think it'd be awesome. I mean, they that, that that scene at the end of Endgame with Thor and Star Lord on the ship is great. So yeah, more of that, please. And then Diesel did also let slip that uh, the version of Groot is going to be Alpha Groot, which totally gives me King Groot vibes. Yeah. Uh, do you know anything more about Alpha Groot other than like that King Groot stuff? No, I do not. I just uh, yeah, I mean, just go back to like the Groot that we had in Volume One. Yeah. And give him a beard. <laughs> Big beard. Like, Big like swamp beard. Swamp Thing is better with a beard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. So Groot probably is too. A big tree beard. Let's not go with those Hobbit movies, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be careful there. Uh, even the trees walk in these Marvel movies. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, of course, Danny is the king of all news. Uh, so <laughs> a lot of his stuff is uh, coronavirus-based, and uh, that that is a reality. We're in the almost like what a week's gone by since they started quarantines and closed Disneyland and everything. And the world is crazy. Yep, sure is. And, uh, we, we have no details. We are not doctors, but wash your hands. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, stick close to the ones you love. And I guess, uh, for a couple weeks, don't trust anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. So. Well, one thing that will not give you coronavirus is podcasts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, we are FDA approved for being coronavirus free, right? Yep. Because sound waves can't carry infection. Hmm. Can they? No. Of course not. not. No. <laughs> not yet. Not <laughs> until we get better technology. <laughs> but uh, Danny posted about how like the attending physician for the House of Representatives actually recommended that lawmakers use the split finger Vulcan salute when greeting each other rather than shaking hands or touching people during greetings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and i really i love i love imagining like i said on danny's post these emotionless lawmaking monsters just like <laughs> vulcan saluting each other and the fact that they they won't even realize what they're doing and the, some people can't even do it with their hands yeah some people like I'm, can't i'm doing it right now with both my hands and it's like easy but yeah. I, some people can't yeah some people have that um it's a problem between their ring finger and their middle finger. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. It's really weird. Yeah, it is weird. But uh, let's see. Speaking of pandemics, uh, sci-fi greenlit a Day of the Dead horror series for 2021. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, uh, yeah, that's that's fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't really have much more details on it. <clears throat> but I do know uh, Day of the Dead's a fun movie. Yeah, it is. What's your favorite of the Romeros? Um, probably not a Living Dead, the first one. Really? Yeah. That one's tough for me because I don't know. I liked it because it had like you know it was a little bit of a social commentary too. Well, all of them have a bit of social commentary. Yeah, I I guess you're right, but I I I think because that one was like the first one I saw and it scared me the most when I was like little. Uh, I never got over the whole. Um, that scene where the dude like kicks open the door, um, the white guy, when, uh, he kicks open the door and then the zombies are coming in, <sighs> Jesus. And that fucking black guy like freaks out and then they shoot him. That's at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers, didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't like it at all. Uh, I guess that is spoilers, huh? I, it's okay. Well, it's if a- you haven't seen it by now, like what the heck? I think a lot of people probably haven't seen the original Romero. Really? You think so? Yeah, probably. Anyways. I mean, Day, Day of the Dead has a, has a high status because of Bub. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot of people like the Bub character. Uh, it's one of the more challenging of them. Um, I think Dawn of the Dead used to be like my favorite. Hmm. Like that was a that was a really good. I don't know Dawn of the Dead, and I I like the what the. Uh, the release, the Snyder cut. <laughs> I liked Snyder's uh, remake of it. I thought he did a good job. Honestly, Land of the Dead is probably my favorite. Really? I really enjoyed that, and they had that unique, like the the zombies, like gaining some sort of sentience. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I don't. I don't think I 
remember that one. That one came out in 2005. It was it was good. Dennis Hopper's in it, and uh, John Leguizamo, and and other people. Yeah. And uh, the they had a, a basically uh, the the main zombie is Big Daddy, played by Eugene Clark. And uh, it's about uh, maybe there's more going on than just like mindless zombies. Yeah, it was it was entertaining. And then <laughs> there was Survival of the Dead, which is like the two Irish brothers, and it's on the island, and it's it just goes cuckoo bananas. <laughs> Jeez. And they tried that whole like uh, shaky cam first person point of view for Diary of the Dead, which wasn't wasn't the best thing in the world. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had 20 years between Day of the Dead and Land of the Dead, so. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, George Romero, uh, he puts some good stuff together. Hmm. Although I highly recommend you, everybody should watch Creep Show too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so true. they should have some fun there. What else do we have on the list? Uh, uh, did you see the images of the new Batmobile? Uh, I did not. I have been trying not to look at all at any of the new Batman stuff. Okay. Well, I will not spoil it for you, but it looks cool. It looks cool. I like that. What else? As long we as it looks that. good. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, look it up online, friends. It looks cool. And then uh, there's images of, or no, what is it? Uh, Jonah, did you hear about my main man cousin, uh, Jonas Swatamo, the new Chewbacca, and his daughter? No, what? You didn't You didn't hear he had a beautiful baby girl? I did not, no. And And, and what he named his beautiful baby girl? Oh my gosh, did he name her Chewbacca or something? He did, he did not name her Chewbacca, but he may have named her Baca. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like B-A-C-C-A. Yeah. That's oh. ridiculous. Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> oh boy. Oh jeez. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, oh man, I love me some Chewbacca, but uh but yeah, that uh that was a choice. Yes. That was a choice. Yes, it was. Uh what else? <laughs> oh, oh, we've got we've got a, a wake baby. Uh oh. Okay, so hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit stop recording. Okay. Uh I gotta open up Skype. Let's see. Do, do, do. You want to see the baby? Yeah. Well, he might be back asleep. Oh, heavens to Murgatroyd. I'm hitting stop recording. I should really have the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we at? Uh, we, we had just talked about um, the Batman stuff. All right. So full disclosure, friends, the baby has woke up. So literally, the small Wookiee is in my arms while uh, Uncle Blue and, and Daddy do some recording. Does yeah. that sound good, small guy? But we were uh, we were just talking about the Jonas Sotamo and his his daughter Baca. I did not name my child Baca. Oh, buddy, nope, sure nope. didn't. But uh, oh, the, the postpones. So the the New Mutants movie has no luck at all. Mm. Not one ounce of luck because it's been postponed again. But now because of the disease. Yep. Not sure because has. the movie is diseased itself. But uh, because it just it, it can't break. Uh, and then speaking of like the world can't catch a break, of course, Tom Hanks uh, apparently he's already recovered from coronavirus in Australia where he was filming a movie about Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh, don't cry, buddy. Oh, it's not that bad a podcast. Oh, is this not going to work? Is it not going to work? Because you can't see Uncle Blue on the Skype. Mm. Yeah. But uh, Adris Elba has the virus. So that's great. Yep. Yeah, that was your cuter cry, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, WrestleMania 36 apparently is still happening, but it's happening without a live crowd because all WWE is now being done without a crowd at their performance center in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't even know how you do live wrestling without a live crowd. Yeah, neither do I. And then, what else? Danny posted about Shudder is offering a 30-day free trial for folks stuck at home. Oh, don't cry, buddy. I know. It's scary movies. This is bad podcasting, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's... Yeah. This is what happens when the world starts getting real, dear listeners. But uh, are you going to try that free trial for Shudder? 
Uh, I kind of want to, as a matter of fact, because Caitlin, uh, love my life. She really likes the uh, the spooky stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I no. really try. Yeah. Well, I guess you know, like you know, the, it's not the white people that die in those scary movies. Yep, it's me. I'm the <laughs> one that goes. Yes, it's always it's always the brother of color. Yes, that would yeah. be me. I told her too, like, hey, you realize, like, I'm the one that's gonna die, right? <laughs> like, you get that, right? Yeah, everything's crazy. Like, I posted a couple things. Like, all of my favorite Berlanti DCW shows are delayed due to the COVID nineteen. Yeah. So I don't I don't even know how far they were. They probably were filming like the last two or three episodes of each season. Like Black Lightning's already finished. It just had its finale. Um, but like they just started doing Legends of Tomorrow. I know they filmed some of Stargirl, which comes out in May. But uh, and of course Arrow's finished, but Supergirl, Batwoman, Legends, and Flash. I mean, who knows? I guess it'll just be a delay. I did see for a couple of the shows, I think for Flash and Legends, they just had an episode this week, but they're not gonna have a new episode until April seventh. So maybe that's to give them a little bit of time. Yeah. Because that gives them like three weeks. So maybe they're just hoping that like filming would be delayed for those three weeks. But who knows? Not I. But of course, you know, there's all the bad news. But there's good news, too. I posted about uh, apparently uh, all this uh, isolation stuff has given George R. R. Martin a reason to isolate and finally work on the sixth book in his Game of Thrones. <laughs> Which a lot of people are like, yay, finally. And other yeah. people are like. Dude, screw you. This this should have been done already. <laughs> yeah. The title is The Winds of Winter, which I think is an appropriate title for what's going on right now in the world. I agree. Although, I think today is the first day of spring. Is that right? It's supposed to be uh, 21st, no? Oh, 21st. tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now is the winter of our discontent. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, can see that. Man, are we discontented. If it if it's not spring yet, <laughs> yep. let's look it up. What do you think, Sean? When do you think the first day of spring is? I hope it's uh, Saturday or it's March nineteenth. It was yesterday. <laughs> oh, it was yesterday. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So now is not the winter of our discontent. Sure is. Now not. is where we spring into more discontent. <laughs> oh, don't cry, buddy. I'm not discontented. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Are you happy? Yeah, you were hoping you could see video with Uncle Blue, huh? Yeah, I was too. And then I posted that uh, really great Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, the coronavirus update to Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. spell Shaun your way, Shaun. They sure do. They sure yeah. do. Yeah, they do. They spell it the Welsh way. Uh, and then uh, what else? Oh, uh, what else do they have? Oh, so up, coming up, uh, this is on the left of football for me too, uh july i think it's july 16th of this year but uh avengers campus is coming uh and apparently it uh takes place in an alternate universe to allow for some of the heroes that we know to be dead to be alive yeah in the universe Mm -hmm. uh apparently there's gonna be like easter eggs all over the land for people to like explore and figure out where it sits and like what events happened in both universes and what things are different. It's pretty cool. I mean, why not? You got the multiverse. Heck yeah for a super geeky explanation and for character meet and greets rather than crying at a memorial wall. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Could you imagine just the center of their campus? Just walls for all the fallen heroes. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I sort of want that. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, my 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 six month old thinks so too. He looks at me like, "Daddy, you're a monster." <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Sean? You think so? A memorial wall, or do you want him to be alive? He's just looking around at everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, you can't see it, friends, <laughs> on the recording, but Blue can actually see the baby while <laughs> while we talk about this. So he at least has entertainment. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot my my uh, video. Oh, it's okay. No big deal. Maybe for something in the future. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, I posted that uh, best Marvel moments in the Simpsons. That's pretty fun video. But it had a bunch of different like Simpsons moments with Marvel stuff, which was really neat. Mm-hmm. This though. 
Oh, I was like, are you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. Uh, then there was that Henry Cavill Wolverine mer- rumor. What did you think of that one? I didn't think it was going to happen. There's no way. Nah? Nah, I don't think Why so. Why that? I, I don't think that Henry Cavill is going to want to play a role like that, especially after playing somebody um, like Gerald of Rivia has a lot of stuff that he shares, like um, character-wise, but I think uh, Gerald gives him more freedom than Wolverine would. Like Wolverine yeah. being with the, uh, obviously with Disney, wouldn't give him as much flexibility to... Uh, really wolverine out you know what i mean whoever plays wolverine next is gonna have to deal with the fact that hey this is now a disney thing and you're gonna have to like tone him down a little bit you won't be able to go full wolverine full logan yeah i mean in the middle of all the rumors just uh that when this all started they were saying that he might play captain britain which i think would be better i think it would be better as well and then he can grow a beard. I already know he can grow a mean mustache that'll run a movie. So yeah. <laughs> well, in the in the Superman movie, he had that rockin' beard. He had a good beard. Yeah, you're right. At the beginning of it. Yeah. 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 Then he had all his rippling pectorals. Yep. <laughs> Which I I want to get to that point. Like they, he is yeah. he is currently my body model that I want to get to. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Right, I don't have so. a body model. I just. <laughs> I don't want to be huge. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I think that'd be interesting. I mean, I hope they, I don't want to see Henry Cavill like in, in the Captain Marvel movie. That's fair. Yeah. But I think if he is Captain Britain would be cool. Like, I don't know. That could be fun. There's also, uh, so rad. What? Captain Britain would be so rad because his stuff is based. His powers are based on magic, you know? So he's like, he's like the Shazam of, of uh the marvel world yeah yeah and he has a really red beard yeah yeah he does <laughs> and his yeah, wife, I, I love his outfit too his wife has a, a a cool power too she's a fairy she's half fairy yeah 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 so she like she's got a she lot of power shape and stuff or mm-hmm. yep she sure can she can change her shape she can use um she can naturally use magic which is really nice she can do a lot of different stuff and Cam Britton, he like gets his powers from like Merlin or something, doesn't he? Yes, he did. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah. he was actually not only um, the daughter of Merlin, Roma, was the one who chose him and said, "Hey, I need you to come and help me save my dad." And they went to save the dad, and then Merlin uh, was like, "What are you guys doing here?" And they're like, "Oh, we came to save you." And Roma was like, "Yes, father, I, we came to save you." And he was like, "I'm Merlin." I don't need you to save me. Everything is already done. And they were like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Is yeah. this Chris Claremont or is this Alan Moore? Uh, whoever wrote the first one, the very first books of Excalibur. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In the very so. first books of Excalibur, that's where it was shown. And I, I believe that was the, golly, when the heck was it? I, I have a computer right in front of me. Why don't I look it up? So do I. I was looking it up while you vamped. Huh. <laughs> Ooh, but Excalibur is also a hotel and yes. a uh, and a sword and and a strip club. I don't. Offshoot of the X Men, Chris Claremont. There you go. Chris hey, there, that's hey. where it would be. It would. Be I actually knew books. something. Yeah, you did. And, Dun, 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 dun. I don't know too much, but every once in a while. Ah, oh, Cerise. Man, they had a really great cast of characters in that. Yeah. Yeah. But but uh, so it may or may not be Henry Cavill, but we both agree that Captain Britain being in the MCU would be fun. Yes. He, he's yeah. the main. Uh, then there was, oh, I, I know nothing about this video game. You probably know more, but uh, The Last of Us is going to be a series on HBO. Uh, Last of Us. Hold on. Is that what I'm thinking? I don't know. I know it's like a post-apocalyptic game with an older man and a teenage girl, but it's not gross. <laughs> oh, I did not. Yeah, I did not play it. But, uh, okay. I was yeah, thinking is, of uh, another one. This is some people's favorite game, period. Oh, really? And wow. uh, it's supposed to be really good, and it was encapsulated. And it's so good that everybody's like, this needs to be a movie or it needs to be a show. And uh, so it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's good. I, I think Uncharted should have been... 
a freaking movie. Well, that's still supposed to be happening, right? Like the young Nathan Drake with Tom Holland, right? Oh, I, I have no idea. I mean, that was that was news like at least a year or two ago. Yeah, Tom I Holland, heard that they like, wanted uh, Nathan Fillion to play him, like adult version. Yeah, I think the last I heard was there, it was like going to be a prequel and it was going to be Tom Holland. Oh, interesting. That'd be rad. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. But yeah, Last of Us, people love it, and it's going to be a thing on HBO, and HBO's been doing good. I mean, that Watchmen show was amazing. So, yeah. And then while it's already passed, we had the 42nd birthday of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so it's cool. They had their 42nd birthday. Also, (laughs) I put it up on my Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but it was like, uh, uh, don't panic, but can someone check and make sure the dolphins are still here? (laughs) Because, uh, yeah, maybe if, if they left a note, if they left the earth and left a note that said so long and thanks for all the fish, that, <laughs> uh, mark, that marks the end days. Yep. Although, sure although in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, it wasn't a pandemic that took us. It was an uh, interstellar bypass. Yeah. It, you know, I was actually watching. Uh, they had a Harry Potter marathon on uh, one of the channels while I've been laid out with. Uh, if I have no, well, you guys don't know on the podcast, but I, I have a kidney stone currently and it sucks. Huh, Shawnee? Yeah. Yeah, it really sucks. <laughs> but uh, so I was watching that, and I realized I think one of the Vogons from the movie that they made uh, is the the dad, the Dursley. Because I was looking at him, and I'm like, dude, he looks like a Vogon. Yeah, and I think uh, I think that dad uh, from uh, the Harry Potters is uh, is the Vogon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> oh, Do you know you know what I'm talking about? I don't at you, all. The dad from the Harry Potters, like the the evil uncle. Oh, I know, but I don't know what a Vogant is. What is that? You didn't see the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie? I did, but I don't remember. They're the ones with the bad poetry. No? Nope. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Well, wow, this is good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> while, the, while the baby jumps up and down, he's like, I don't, I don't know what you guys are doing, Dad. Neither do we. This is uh, this is an entirely new experiment with uh, podcast zero, <laughs> where we uh, where we just do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and and Sean agrees that uh, the dad from Harry Potter, Mr. Dursley, looks like a Vogon, and whether he was a Vogon or not, he does. You need to look up Vogon just to see what I'm talking about. Okay. Vogon. And while you do that. Uh, oh, I also posted about the Tron. There was apparently a Tron series being developed by John Ridley for Disney Plus, but it's scrapped. So no Tron, Sean. <laughs> that rhymed. It is pretty awesome. Uh, and then to add insult to injury, in that that article, the producer for the sequel named Justin Springer uh, is talking about still holding out hope for a third movie and tease some details of what that would have been about. You can find everything online. So uh, and I would think like Disney would want to do more Tron since they have like a Tron Tron roller coaster in Hong Kong and they're putting one in Florida. So usually want your IP to to make sense to people instead of just being a really good 80s movie and then a movie uh, several years back with Jeff Bridges. So I don't know. Did you like that new Tron movie, Blue? I did actually. Uh, I liked the music. I liked the direction that they took the story. Um, I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I thought it was making okay. everybody kind of like a, a new life form. That was that was rad. That was yeah, cool. it yeah. wasn't too bad. And then uh, oh, and then there was a trailer for uh, the new Jungle Cruise movie. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Had some serious uh, Pirates of the Caribbean vibes. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Like serious, serious vibes. <laughs> and yeah. I guess that makes sense because pirates made lots of money. So this is the trailer just to get people excited. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Hopefully it's just as uh, silly and wacky as that attraction is at Disneyland. Mm. That attraction's not anything right now because Disneyland's not open. Ah, uh, that's true. Oh, that's a Vogon. Ah, I remember. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm, I'm glad we could share this moment. There it is. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's man, I gotta watch of- this movie again. Yeah. Yeah, I was singing the So Long and Thanks for All the Fish uh, song to Heather, and and as usual, she was looking at me like I'm crazy. But it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) One gets used to it at some point. Uh, That's all the news from from the fuzzball, fantabulous fuzzball's focus. But there is some other stuff if you want to keep going, Blusif. Oh, yeah. If we got more stuff, let's do it. Yeah, Star Wars, uh, the George Lucas Museum of Narrative Art, which is going to be in L.A.'s Exhibition Park, it's taking shape. They're oh. doing uh, some of the outside 
structure stuff and is still on track to open late 2021. Rad. And I think the museum excites me because it's all about, like when they say narrative art, it literally is about art through the ages that tells stories. So it's going to have like indigenous art and all sorts of things, plus a bunch of Star Wars stuff. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of the stuff from George Lucas movies. Uh, but yeah, seems pretty neat. Nice. Um, and then uh, and the whole building is going to look like a crazy spaceship. Yeah. Well, I would hope so. They found some weird Scandinavian guy or girl or somebody from Asia to make it look different. Yeah. Like when people saw the first designs for the uh, Vietnam Wall, they're yeah. like, "What is this?" But now it's like iconic. <laughs> There's uh, apparently, I think it just came out like a day or two ago. The novelization for the Rise of Skywalker is out. Has all sorts of of new info in there that apparently they couldn't find time to put in the movie, including information about Palpatine. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, spoilers, I guess. Do you want to hear Blue? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, apparently they're saying that it is a clone body that he was in. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. And this is, uh, made me happy. So, like I said, friends, spoilers, but his son, Ray's dad, unaltered clone. Oh, really? And I definitely said that when we were doing our Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, uh, you don't have to worry about, uh, Palpatine doing the dirty deed, uh, with anybody. You can just, uh, it was his clone. So technically, the Emperor is Ray's daddy. Mm. Yep. <laughs> technically. Yeah. Just wow. the good version of him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's weird. Uh, then there was uh, Scott Derrickson, who is the director. He's a director of many different things, lots of horror stuff. But most people like who listen to this podcast probably know him as the director of Doctor Strange. Of course, he's not the director of Doctor Strange 2. He dropped out recently. Uh, but uh, he wants to maybe... Well, it's just, it just He just dropped a tweet saying he would like to do a Star Wars horror movie on Hoth. And, oh, uh, man, that'd be rad. It's not going to happen, but it's cool. I know, but it'd yeah. be rad. And I guess I should apologize to everybody listening. If you hear shouting in the background, uh, remember that Blue's roommate is a competitive flip phone champion. Yeah. Overwatch player, yeah. <laughs> no, she's playing Snake against the South Korean boy. Remember, mm-hmm. we established this. Yep. Right, but Jerickson uh, did Sinister and they're still and the Exorcism of Emily Rose. So yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah. Why not? Let them do something. I think I'm hoping with Disney Plus that they actually do do some stuff like this. I mean, I don't think you're gonna get an R-rated horror movie, but you know what I mean. So, yeah. I- fun uh john carlo esposito teased a bunch of moff kitty and stuff uh going on with season two of the mandalorian mm-hmm. also uh if you're worried like oh everything stopped production mandalorian is wrapped uh bringing wrapped all production so season two is happening uh and he did tease you know, tease it's going to bring together aspects of the star wars universe that people may have not thought is connected uh and that's cool and then he also talked about uh, using a certain prop, which has to do with the spoiler that I don't want to talk about, and breaking lots of them. <laughs> mm. So he's going to go to town with yeah. weapons, and that's really cool. And I'm looking forward to season two in the fall. I think that'll be mm. fun. Uh, apparently, issue four of the Kylo Ren comic, I'm way behind on the Star Wars comics, but apparently brings an artifact from Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Did you read that novel? I did not. So there was a there was an artifact. This is a, a Ray adventure, but uh, it was uh, literally called the Kyber Crystal. Mm-hmm. It was spelled K A I B U R R, and they did sort of twist that into the Kyber Crystals. Uh, but it was on the Misty Planet of Mimbon, which of course uh, made its uh, live action debut in the Solo movie. But uh, apparently, Kylo Ren goes to Mimbon and finds some artifact, some crystal called the Mind Splinter. So it has everybody thinking of Splinter of the Mind's Eye. And that was a good novel. That was a fun yeah. one. And uh, neat stuff. Makes me want to catch up with my Marvel comics. Uh, other stuff from Rise of Skywalker. So uh, did you see any of the stuff, Blue, where there was like a Lovecraftian uh, monster on a swamp planet called the Oracle? I did not. So yeah, you can you can find images of it. But news came out that they actually made a 28 28- thousand pound puppet 
for this creature. Uh, Neil Scanlon said it was the largest pour of his career. Uh, 14, 14 tons of unused puppet in the Rise wow. of Skywalker movie. Yeah, I think I think if you want to talk about disappointments and the things that could be, all I have to say from now on is fourteen tons of unused puppet. Goodness gracious, <laughs> that's horrible. Yes, it's a lot of unused puppet. Uh, there were also images of Dark Ray online, uh, including one of her smiling, which is great. I recommend looking them up. Uh, Daisy Ridley actually tweeted a couple of them. Mm-hmm. So, Dark Ray sitting on the Sith throne. Which uh, was probably a really cool scene that got cut out of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, this is really... So Damon Lindelof, he of uh, Lost, of course, and then recently with The Watchmen, he did say that uh, someday he would like to play in the Star Wars and Marvel sandboxes. Yeah. Saw, since Marvel is finally doing supernatural stuff, he'd really like to be involved with that. Uh, and then uh, in 10 years, he would like to do a Star Wars when he won't be blamed for running everything. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> And after uh, Watchmen, uh, and he's done a bunch of other good stuff, I say yes. Like, why not? Like, yeah, why not? Sign that man to a contract. Mm. I think, uh, yeah, if he wants to be involved, like, why not? He's a really talented person. And uh, I know some people have problems with Lost and the way it ended. But get over yourselves. You watched it. He did The Leftovers, which was also a really good show. That show was yeah. great. I think he did The Tomorrow People... Uh, he was involved with the Prometheus movie. So, yeah, he's yeah. a talented fellow. World War Z, uh, The Hunt, which is apparently on demand now since it's not in theaters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Star Trek Into Darkness, the original Star Trek, Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh, what else in Star Wars news? Uh, Dave Filoni apparently clarified. Uh, so in Rise of Skywalker at the end, there's a whole bunch of different voices that Ray hears, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody was like, well, if if her voice is along with Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan and Mace Windu and Luminario and Dooley and Aayla Sakura and Yoda and Kanan and Qui-Gon Jinn, that means she's dead, right? Uh, yeah? <laughs> I like the question mark there. Uh, so everybody's like, she's dead. And I was like, well, maybe she's dead. But I, I didn't give much more thought to it. But Dave Filoni actually, he like chimed in. And this is his quote. I'm going to quote him. He says, I have to wonder with Star Wars fans. They seem to watch the movies, but they don't take all the lessons. They deal in absolutes, which is very much a Sith thing. I remember in The Empire Strikes Back, Luke speaking out through the Force to Leia. Vader also does this at the end of Empire Strikes Back. There's no absoluteness that these people are dead. I mean, well, some of them we know are dead, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, hashtag Ahsoka lives, question mark? I, I would say she lives. But it, it was worth it uh, just because I got to, to dive on the internet and I found a picture that I put up on my Instagram that uh, Dave Filoni drew of Gandalf the Grey with Ahsoka. And uh, he's like, people thought I was dead, too. <laughs> so uh, it was it was a pretty good little drawing. It was where they said, uh, people thought I was dead, too. Look how that turned out. <laughs> so uh, Ahsoka the Grey will return as Ahsoka the White. I hope so. That would be poetic. Yeah. Well, her lightsabers are white, so she is Ahsoka the White, right? Exactly. Yeah. I was at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I actually got to do Chewy mode. Nice. It was super cool. Heck so yeah. uh, essentially, friends, Chewy mode, it's very, uh, there's a lot of steps you have to do. Uh, basically, long and short as you go into the, the cockpit or the flight deck, whatever you want to call it, and everybody in your party has to sit down. Everybody has to buckle their seatbelt and not touch anything. So the pilots have to pull their control to the farthest extension and then hit the button, which activates their console. Then the gunners uh, have to push one of the white buttons around their screen and then push the thing that activates their console. And the engineers do the same. They push a white button around their screen and activate their console. And all of this must be done before the cast member verifies seatbelts. Meaning if they're not involved, there's a good chance you uh, won't get to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's a lot. Uh, 
So be nice to uh, to the Batuan who works for Onaka Enterprises. Uh, if you want to get Chewy mode, and long and short is uh, when you when you ride on the Falcon, Hondo Onaka does fly uh, alongside you in his own ship, and he talks a lot. And uh, instead of Hondo talking when you're when you're on your Millennium Falcon mission, it's all Chewbacca the whole time, and it's lovely if you love Chewbacca. But uh, also keep in mind that Hondo does give directions on how to fly, which you don't get. So you're going to crash the shit out of it. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's really fun. So, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're a fan of Chewbacca. Yes, which guilty as charged. And then it just sort of got me to thinking because uh, when I was waiting in line, somebody was like, look, it's R5-D4 because uh, Hondo Onaka has his uh, R5 droid. But I was like, <laughs> my nerd moment, like that—that's not R five D four, that's R five P eight. They're like, what? And I'm like, yes. If you watch the Clone Wars, you know that Hondo has an R five droid. It's R five P eight. Is it R five unit? That's why it has the little war paint of the the underbite on it. Whereas R five D four, definitely with the bad motivator in Episode four. Uh, there's a nice short story and from a certain point of view. And then he does show up in episode five of uh, The Mandalorian at Chalman's Cantina. Twice. See in the background and then he runs into somebody. So there you go. So uh, Skippy, a.k.a. R5-D4 on Tatooine. Uh, R5-P8 on Batu at uh, Hondo Onaka's completely legitimate business. <laughs> uh, and, and nerd moment over. So yeah. Jeez. What else? We got some geeky flavors, Sean. You like geeky flavors? Yeah. Uncle Blue gets the best podcast experience because he actually gets to watch you. Yep. Yeah. He gets to see your cute face. Yeah. Everybody else, sorry you don't get to see the cute face. What you do get is the cute news of there's images from Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, showing uh, uh, Wyatt Russell's U.S. agent with the caption that Cap is back. So apparently Falcon is going to be going up against the U.S. agent, and Danny's going to be happy. Yeah. Oh, are you drooling because Uncle Danny's going to be happy? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. But Uncle Danny's going to be happy. Uh, rumors of Allison Bree as She-Hulk. Did you hear of this? Mm, Allison Bree. So she's on Community and Glow. Oh, uh, she's wait. Is she going to be like? The human She-Hulk or actual She-Hulk? I don't know. So this all comes from, uh, there was like a, a thing where they're like looking for actresses. And basically they said that they were looking for an Alison Brie type. And, and then really? <laughs> Alison Brie's like, wait a minute, I'm an Alison Brie type. So Oh, she was in that, uh, was she in Glow? Yeah, she got she got all strong for Glow. Maybe then. Yeah, so I don't know. It could be interesting. Uh, also, if they do like they do with Mark Ruffalo and when she hulks out, they do the CGI, then it won't matter, right? That's also true. They just need to make her a little taller and stuff. Uh, her, I think her face fits very well, uh, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, she does have a point. If they're looking for an Allison Breed type... Uh, she is that, and she. It was also sort of cute because she was saying when she first started trying out for roles that they were always saying looking for like a Jennifer Connelly type or whatever, and she would try out for those roles. And now she's made it far enough where she gets to be a type of her own. Yeah, I do. I do think that uh, they they probably should have gone for for one of like just like a WWE diva superstar sort of type, like a Gina Carano or. Oh God, Gina. Yeah, I, I think that would have been cool. But, you know, in, in Marvel, I trust. You know, we'll see. Uh, there were some set photos from Loki, which show uh, an actress who may be Lady Loki or Enchantress. I hope it's the second Enchantress one. would be great. Yes, yes, Sean. Enchantress. What, you want Lady Loki? Is that what it is? You want Lady Loki as you drool on daddy? Yes. It uh, also showed Owen Wilson, who apparently is going to be the villain in a Time Variance Authority hoodie. I don't know, jacket, coat. <laughs> so maybe he's going to be a, a Time Variance Authority agent going after Loki. Mm. It'll be interesting. Maybe. Uh, and then, of course, Kevin Smith on Fat Man on Batman was saying 
there is news that potentially in the third Spider-Man movie that there is going to be a lawyer named Matt Murdock, maybe even played by Charlie Cox. That would be sick. That would be so good. I would love if Sony would like gain so much favor in my end if they like backdoored in all those Netflix Marvel shows and they've connected it to the MCU now with like the multiverse and everything. So we shall see. It'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Marvel. Damn it. Damn it, Sony. <laughs> but I love those. I love that Daredevil show. It's so good. Oh, yeah, man. Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. We can forget Iron Fist happened, but it is what it is. Oh. And then in so sad. Uh, more coronavirus news. Uh, Black Widow is pushed from its May 1st uh, screen date due to all the current insanity. No new date set. Uh, AMC and Regal have closed. Uh, AMC saying it's 6 to 12 weeks. So, hello, lots of Redbox rentals. If those stay open at your local grocery store. Uh, and then a bunch of movies are going to go straight to on demand. That's right. Do you want the microphone? Is that what you're trying to reach, boy? He's trying to reach either the computer screen or that. We're almost done. Uncle Blue and Daddy are almost done. We're almost done. Uh, Angela Bassett confirmed Black Panther 2 on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, he asked uh, if she was excited with how it's going along. And her exact quote is, quote, going along, coming along, absolutely amazing. Nice. So there you go. And uh, <laughs> Jimmy even was like, yeah, and you said uh, they, they were going to do a new Super Black Panther. And she's like, ah, Jimmy, I told you that in confidence. But that's part <laughs> of course. They change the suits every movie. That's true. Yeah, so we'll see, but that's exciting news since that hasn't officially been announced. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. I'm really curious what uh what the snapping did to Wakanda in yeah. the five years. Really curious, and uh, hopefully Uncle Blue's favorite Namor the Submariner is in the movie. Oh, I I sure hope so. That'd be rad. And then, if you want to backdoor in some mutants, just start off with uh, T'Challa falling in love with Storm. Yep. That would yeah. be great. That'd be really great. Sorry, friends. I'm trying to, to juggle the baby to keep him from crying. Because mm. I know baby baby cries are the exact opposite of happiness. Yep. They sure yeah, are. They are. Uh, the third Spider-Man film. Uh, I, I, <laughs> did you see this? That its working title is Seinfeld-themed. Oh jeez, really? So the work the working title is Serenity Now. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh if you didn't know, all of the Spider-Man films have had Seinfeld themed working titles. Homecoming was called Summer of George, uh Far From Home was called Fall of George, and then uh Serenity Now. And then of course somebody points out that the real mantra is Serenity Now, Insanity Later, or something like that. So uh, there you have it. People involved with the Spider-Man movie uh, like the ultimate show about nothing. Uh, and then, of course, there's articles taking the name and saying, it says so much about what the movie's going to be about. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it says absolutely nothing. Trust me, that because uh, the Star Wars movie is not about a blue harvest. Nope. Uh, and uh, the, what, one of the Thunder Bear or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, working titles don't have to mean a thing, but it is cool that they like Seinfeld because Seinfeld's cool. So if you want to see what those articles say it means, just look it up. Just look it up. Yes, oh, do you want to do you want a podcast, Sean? Oh, you're gonna push down the microphone. What do you want to say? Do you want to say being a geek is awesome? Being a geek is awesome. My dad's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is lots of stuff you can find online for the Avengers Campus. Uh, I threw that one thing up on the Fuzzballs page. But what had me really excited is uh, there was an entire article about the different food that you can eat. Mm-hmm. And uh, food is nice from from giant-sized pretzels, giant-sized chicken sandwiches at the Ant-Man restaurant that they're calling the Pim Test Kitchen, to shawarma on a cart. Uh, they're even going to have a green gamma soda, the Pingo Doce, from that uh, Ed Norton Hulk movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, there's PB and J specialty sandwiches and Pim Meanies, <laughs> uh, spaghetti, weird shaped spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, Disney does food well, so of course it's gonna be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. food is fun. 
and then there's some dates for uh, the Disney Plus MCU shows. If you didn't know, when uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is August 20th, WandaVision on December 20th, and the Loki show originally it said spring 2021, but uh, Bob Iger said maybe early 2021, and we don't know what that means. We don't know, Sean. We don't know. Don't cry about it. We don't know. Oh, wow. And then, of course, Black Widow pushed back, but it'll come out at some point. Eternals, November 6th. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which my buddy Nick pointed out is Doctor Satmom. <laughs> <laughs> That's May 7th of 2021. Spidey 3, July 16th of 2021. And then uh, Disney Plus is going to have the What If show, summer 2021. So lots of Marvel goodness for all of us. Hmm. Right? Hopefully. And then... Uh, in other Disney stuff, apparently Johnny Depp might be back for the next Pirates movie. And Zac oh, Efron, I heard about that. Zach Efron out. And uh, <laughs> the, my biggest takeaway when I saw that was, wait, Zach Efron was going to be in the new Pirates movie? I didn't know. <laughs> I did not. So uh, just as soon as I was going to be disappointed by that news, he was out. So cool. And then there's a rumor that it's going to be a female lead with uh, Johnny Depp as a side character. <laughs> sort of like the first Pirates movie. Hmm. So that'd be fun. And yeah. speaking of Depp, I also read an article where somebody was saying that they think he's going to play the Joker in Matt Reeves' <laughs> Batman movie. How interesting. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but uh, why not? As a little cameo. And then he'll hope he's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, because they proved it, Sean. You can make a bad movie and win Oscars. Yeah, just as the Suicide Squad or Joker. Yes, yeah. right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> teaching you all these good things and then onward did you hear the news that onward is going to be on disney plus april 3rd what so soon yeah, yeah. because uh it has to get pulled from theaters bro that's true that's true did you and uh, your lovely caitlin go see that we sure did yeah and it was delightful yeah because we uh, actually saw it with my brother and uh, his wife tyler was mad at you because you went to go see it without us yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. He'll forgive you, Uncle Blue. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I think that's enough news for one one day, especially because uh, the, the, the little the little baby who sponsors this podcast is uh is getting really really fussy. Uncle Blue can see him jumping around. Yeah, sure be is. constantly shifting him to keep this going. Hopefully this uh this works out and uh, the sound quality sounds okay and uh, you enjoy it. Yep. I yeah. Hope so everybody. Uh, of course, uh, shout out to the Carry On Couple podcast. Uh, sucks for you guys. How do you do a vacation podcast when you can't vacation? But I'm sure you'll figure it out. <laughs> Ryan and Trina are great. Blue is also friends with Ryan and Trina. Yeah. Uh, and to Kyle and the the uh, Tales from the Jungle Cruise. That's C R E W S. It's another good podcast to listen to while you're bored and you have extra time. Go back through our our back catalog. We've got so many episodes. Yeah. Over 200, because we just posted the 200th. <laughs> so lots of stuff to listen to. Of course, uh, anchor dot, anchor.fm slash laugh-it-up-fuzzball. Uh, laugh at a fuzzball podcast at gmail.com. At Wookie Riot, W-O-O-K-I-E-E-R-I-O-T on Twitter and Instagram. Blue is... Uh, Blue Wolf D on Instagram and Facebook, as a matter of fact. Also Ooh. DeviantArt if you, if you want to see my old stuff. Cool. I haven't, I haven't posted on DeviantArt in like ten years. No. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think that's that's enough. Blue, yeah. thanks for trying this experiment. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. The podcast zero experiment. <laughs> or or maybe uh, the title should be fourteen tons of unused puppet. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It. We'll figure it out. Well. Uh, Friends, thanks so much for uh, stopping by and being classy. Uh, we really appreciate you. And uh, hopefully you stay healthy. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Mm. And uh, Blue and Wookie out. Blue, before we go, did you hear the news about cats? No. Yes, you did. Know. Did you hear the news? Yes. So, Blue, tell me the news that you just told me. Oh, Jesus. Uh, cats allegedly added buttholes to the cat people in the movie and then removed them and now the fans i didn't know there were fans or that it it was possible to have fans for this movie but now the fans want the butthole cut and i am <laughs> three thousand percent 
against it. And I knew about the butthole cut, but I did not put it on the news. And and you mentioned it after we'd stopped recording. <laughs> and I have to bring it up because I I like everybody loves no. hearing you rant about cats. I I no. So, oh, don't cry, baby. We just have to hear Uncle Blue talk about the butthole cut. I don't want to talk about the butthole so, cut. So when, when you watched the movie, did you see buttholes? No. Thank the Lord that I did not see any buttholes in so the So you're saying it was a better, it was a good movie because there were no buttholes. It was not a good movie, nor would it have <laughs> been made any better with buttholes. As a so matter of fact, I would have been way more upset having seen buttholes in the movie. <laughs> you, so you're not prepared to believe that there is a better movie with buttholes included? A hundred percent no. Or maybe just because the movie's so bad, why not have buttholes? No. You don't <laughs> You don't understand how horrible that would make. Idris Elba turning around in with his giant cat butt and his huge cat package with a butthole? No. <laughs> it's so no. good. It's not okay. Uh, did you see they made fun of the the cats on the Oscars, James Corden and uh, Rebel Wilson? No, I didn't. They showed up in horrible cat costumes with their human hands. Oh, great! <laughs> and announced uh, the Academy Awards for digital effects. Uh, they have a sense of humor about themselves. Well, that's good. I'm glad. If they want to be buttholes, let them be buttholes. No, no buttholes. <laughs> uh, okay. This is your fault for bringing it up. Uh, I just saw it. I got really mad. <laughs> did you get really mad? I did. I got really what, mad. What makes you really mad about it? I don't like cats, and the thought of them having added buttholes to the movie makes me furious. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. See what you do, cats, to Blue. You make him a butthole. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> buttholes all alone in the moonlight oh stop it <laughs> i remember a time i knew what buttholes were oh and the moonlight <laughs> okay fair enough thank, thank you for sharing uncle blue uh. <laughs> bye friends